folks, and welcome back to It Doesn't Matter What We Call This. I am Caleb B. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. Follow Matt at AllTheMoneyMC. Check out the Grave Consequences podcast, a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network that drops every Thursday morning at 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Also check out Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast every Wednesday night after now exclusively AEW Dynamite. Uh, that is a great, great show that I do, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, you know, not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep. The recording date is the late, late hours of April 10, 2021. We have just finished about 15 minutes ago, night one of WrestleMania. And uh, what a show, man. Awesome show. Um, and it, <laughs> you're probably laughing if you listen to last week because we buried the whole card. And now we're sitting here like, oh, nice show, or at least I am. Um, we can get into it in a second, but th- this is one of those things where they outkick their coverage, like like they outperformed what we thought that they set the bar so low in the buildup to this show, which might make it a less successful show as far as how many people were interested to watch it. But mm-hmm. if you actually watched it, and you would sit there at the end and go this was a, a really good show and maybe it's because I went in with no expectations at all. Yeah, no, I mean, I was kind of in the same boat and uh, I told you this off the air, but like the Braves had a six o'clock central because, okay. Mania was supposed to start at seven over here. It started around seven twenty, as things happen. But you know, I mean, that's kind of what you get when you run an outdoor show in Tampa in April. Um, <laughs> But yeah, basically, like I told you, I watched the entirety of the the opener unobstructed, but the Braves were on and it was a good game. So I had the Braves on a small screen on my phone and a lot of the rest of that Braves game. I was basically just watching that. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, no, I I wasn't watching any baseball because my team played earlier today. Yeah. Um, So just having watched Mania start to finish, Uh it. It was very good. It delivered, like you can't, you, you can plan around weather, Vince. Like it, it. There are a lot of thunderstorms in Florida in the springtime. I, I don't know how he's been lucky for this long, so he just assumes he's always going to be as lucky. Tomorrow's yeah. weather, by the way, looks even worse. Like That's what I've heard. Tomorrow might not start until like nine. Um, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like they cut anyone's time yeah. at all. They did the show they were going to do, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, and they should have, especially on a Saturday night. Like, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what they should have done. But at the same time, uh, like like with the weather delay, did did you watch that part? Did you have it muted? Like, what did you do for all? Like, because those <laughs> promos were like old promos. <laughs> that was all ad libbed. Like, they weren't ready to do that. And a lot of people, like, just looking at Twitter, liked it. And it's like, yeah, that's what wrestling was up until, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mention that because I had a little snafu with my uh, Peacock account or, as it turns out, someone else's Peacock account. Okay, I can explain because I do have my own subscription. But on my Apple TV, I thought I was logged in on my own. And it said, like, oh, so you have too many users on your Peacock account. I'm like... Okay, who the hell is using my peacock, uh, peacock login right now? And so I reach out to like four different friends. I'm like, hey, if you're using my account, you're going to log off or I'm changing the password. Right. <laughs> and I did all this, you know, this 
these these threats and this sleuthing and then I, I i look over and i'm like oh this is someone else's account this is a friend's account that i'm in maybe if i log into my own i'll be able to watch and then sure enough but basically as it turns out i just missed like the opening video package that a lot of the the shills are saying oh it's so great and blah 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 and, and someone said they've got tears and i'm like what the hell like that that's nerd shit yeah but, but i mean i heard the video package was, was pretty good um, sorry, I just had to kind of rail well, it, rail it wasn't it nerds. Yeah, well, no, but here's the thing: the beginning was awesome, where they show like they show like a shot over Tampa, and they're doing this whole like you know biggest event in live entertainment. They're hyping you up. I don't know how it was tear inducing. I was just like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, it kind of yeah. like felt like a live sporting event almost. Yeah, and then they went into like the shitty uh, Johnny Depp. Um, yes, boy, Jack from the Pirates last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Sparrow voice, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, they're bringing this thing back, and they basically rehashed last year's pirate themed thing, and then they came back out of it again and did like another WrestleMania thing. So, tear inducing. No, I, I would say the opening sometimes, some years, is one of the best parts of the show. I would say one of the worst parts of the show because the whole rest of the show is pretty good so you you miss nothing in my opinion that's good that's good and now i heard the uh i heard some of the like backstage promos during the delay and someone said it reminded them of the time the impact zone caught on fire do you remember that at all yes yes i do remember that it it was all yeah it was all ad-libbed and it but it it was it was good like you have new day who flies off the cuff anyway flying yeah. more off the cuff you had kevin owens grab the mic and th- there was actually did you see owens's promo i saw a, a bit of it i didn't see all of it yeah. so like at one point something happened to the audio but it sounded like lightning struck again which was wild yeah. but yeah o- owens was was ripping and that is only going to add to his match tomorrow uh, but the whole the whole beginning was good and i just hope there's an you know, aging um, executive who maybe watched some of this and before the show and goes, yeah, maybe this is something we should do. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we should turn it over to the, the boys and the girls a little bit. Let, let them cut their own shit for the most part. Like, cause it was, it was so much more organic and it's like, and again, it just, for me being an older fan, I go, this is how it's supposed to look. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think of uh, not necessarily because I'll give you my opinion on the opener, the the WWE title match. I thought it yep. was, I thought it was fine. That it was kind of a slog in in some portions, kind of slow. But I really think, I think they made a mistake in putting Lashley over Drew. I thought I thought that was the wrong decision myself. See, that didn't bother me at all. Um, maybe you have a long term reason for that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, my my thing was is Lashley's the hot act. Drew yep. is unfortunately the guy who got us through COVID, mm-hmm. and everyone's into Lashley right now. So I think to have him lose would short circuit what he's built and what's going uh, with him and MVP. Um, the like the first six minutes of the match were a little awkward, and I don't know if that's because of the delay. Like who knows if those dudes were like all warmed up and then all of a sudden they were like, nope sit the fuck back down. You got 25 more minutes to go. Yeah. That's hard on anyone. Yeah. But the beginning wasn't good, but they built and they built and they built. 
I thought the finisher was pretty daring to do that, where he basically puts him – Drew has been built up. I mean, he beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And then he beats all the threats to him, and then he gets put down by the, you know, by the full Nelson, basically, which is incredibly basic. But that just goes to show when you build up a basic hold, it can be devastating mm-hmm. and believable. So, no, I, I – for me, I thought it was good because going forward – you keep Lashley as your champion and you could, I guess, do a Drury match down the road. Yeah. There's other things you can do with Lashley throughout the spring. And there is a match with Brock Lesnar. You, maybe you do that in the summertime. If Vince wants to pay Lesnar and thinks Lesnar can draw a house, like to me as a Lesnar fan, that that's what you go with. And that's a match yeah. that, like that's a, that's one of the few like dream matches left on the table where everyone can go. Yep, this is something we've we've wanted for over a decade. Let's let's pay it off. Let's do it now before they're all broken and way too old. Let's let's do it in their prime and let's see what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say Brock Lesnar at forty some odd years old is in his prime, but you know, fair enough. Um, has he uh, not? Has he not had really good matches in the last five years? Uh, I mean, yeah, he has, don't get me wrong, but like, he's not touching his 03 stuff. I think he's better than his 03 stuff. Well, you know what? I will say this as an American, you are entitled to your opinion, but you are not entitled <laughs> to me agreeing to your opinion. Uh, yeah, next up, he just has, a, lot, he just has a, a bigger dynamic to his game now. Like, he has the whole shoot fighting thing that he can do. And yeah. he has a larger life thing he can do. It's he's a legitimate threat. Whereas before he was just a big man who could like, you know, do a shooting star press and do some cool shit. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I, I would say do a shooting star press very, very loosely, but um I don't want to spend too much time on this next match because it was a mess. They did the uh, gauntlet and there were so many screw ups in here, like Mandy Rose busted on busted it on the apron or on the ramp rather. Um, at one point the ring announcer announced the wrong team as the winner. Uh, oh, that was brutal. That was brutal. Uh, it felt like Natalia and Tamina and Ruby Riot were all wrestling in slow motion as well. The, the whole the whole match stunk. And yeah. uh, my because I I got I got deep into fucking around on Twitter during the match because I'm like watching out of one eye and doing that on the other. And all of a sudden, Natalia's music hit. And you know that opening, like, riff where it sounds like Bret Hart's music? hmm So <laughs> I hear that riff, and I text my buddy. I go, thought Bret Hart was coming out for a second. Might be my whole highlight of the match. <laughs> like, that might be the whole thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, yeah. that, was, that was the highest spot of the whole match was maybe thinking Bret Hart was coming out, but he wasn't. Like, yeah. that was awful. And tomorrow night's match doesn't have any – more unless something happens between now and then i mean that oh that's worst case scenario all written all over it okay it, but like okay we have uh the dream has been realized you know okay do you remember 2017 survivor series after that nia Jax put up a picture of like sean staring at undertaker and hogan staring at andre and then a picture of her yes. staring at tamina we get to we get to see that realized once again Bigger, better, badder. Just like Hogan and Andre. Yeah, just, just like, like Hogan, it. just like Hogan and Andre. 
And you know what? I think Dave's going to give it the full five, unlike he did to uh, Sean and Taker. Um, <laughs> well, he, he, he did give uh, Hogan and Andre like negative four and a half. So oh, maybe he'll, a, he'll give that negative four and a half. What a joke. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. Negative. Oh my. Well, sorry. I, I don't. Uh, first off, first off, first off. By any standard, it wasn't a bad match, and by 1987 standards, it sure as hell wasn't a bad match. Yeah, Andre like chopped the shit out of the ring post, dude. Like, ugh. Yeah, and uh, you had the weird spot on the outside, like like where you know Hogan was gonna pile drive him, and yeah. you know, but. Like, listen to that crowd tell me it was a shitty match. Mm-hmm. Okay? That, that's all mm-hmm. I have to say. Listen yeah. to the crowd tell me that match sucked. Exactly. Cesaro v. Rollins. Uh, this was very... Uh, I, I, this, I don't say this as an insult. This was very indie-rific. Love the match. Mm-hmm. Love the match. Match of the night for me. Yeah. Um, I, I tweeted out so many nice things about it. Um, yeah. To me... And I don't – I'm not a big Rollins guy. I I was a huge Tyler Black fan going back that far. And his yeah. initial run, I, I was a fan. And I don't know – I think his face run after, after like, the, the, like, the heel run with the belt and when he came back, the baby face thing, it just killed me. And um, anyway, not a big Rollins guy at this moment, but – Watching him go out there and put Cesaro over as strong as he did and doing everything so well to make Cesaro look good. And that's something you don't get a lot out of. Like, guy at Rollins' level, they'll go out, they'll do the job, but they won't do it the way that he did it tonight. Mm -hmm. I mean, he could – what else – I would say if I was sitting backstage, I'd go, well, Jesus, what else could he have done? to put this guy over. Yeah. Right. Like they came from the same place. One guy has had the riches. I'm not saying Cesaro's had the rags. He's been paid well, but like he hasn't been at that same level, even though in ring wise, they're about, they're on each other's level. And I think Rollins was like, I'll do the favors. You know, this is your moment. Take the torch if if Vince will let you run with it, which is what it comes down to starting tomorrow. Yeah, then he'll get to run with it, and if he won't, he won't. I, this might be a one night thing. I, I I could see a lot of people being very upset in a couple of weeks. I, yeah, I worry that it is a one night thing. Um, I, I don't want this to be a WrestleMania 30 repeat where it's like, oh my god, look at what Cesaro did, and then like two months later, you've all but forgotten about it. Um. Because you know it's not been treated like like it hasn't been capitalized upon. Um, we we talked about it just just recently on this show about how yes. big the Andre win was for him and how mm-hmm. it led to nothing. But yet on that night, Vince was going to go with him. Yeah. yeah Tonight absolutely. was the same thing, like maybe even more so. And again, Seth made him look like an absolute beast. Mm-hmm. So. What it leads to, I have no idea. I, what I really hope is, this, is these two are never in the ring together for, like, at least a year. Like, if yeah. this leads to another program where Seth gets his win back, I mean, that's going to that's gonna be sickening. Like, you have to actually split them up after this and let Cesaro elevate, right? Yeah, you would think. You would hope. Because, I mean, I, I and I don't want to, you know, because we previewed 
the entire card last week, so I don't want to preview night two again. But I do think Apollo Crews is going to win tomorrow. So, I mean, it seems like a logical leap to go, okay, Apollo and Cesaro, and, and they could probably do some pretty good stuff together. They could, but but there again, there, there's two, like, guys who feel like they're always just on the cusp of doing something. Mm-hmm. But they never get to like that. That would scare me to put those two together because they they just they never get to that level that you know that they can. And, and in one case, in in Cesaro, it's like, well, they're not letting him. And in, in Apollo's case, for me at least, I watch him and I go, I know he has it all. I just don't know what's not what's not plugging in, and I can never figure it out. Yeah. So. Almost. I had a friend compare him to call him 2021 Zeus. My worry is because, you know, he didn't really, you know, and I'm not saying, oh, he needs to go out there and bump, take flatbacks. But like, I worry that he can barely move, you know, so. He, he can't, but. Could, could be like a, a, a modern day Kali sort of thing, you know. Yeah, no, he, he moves better than Kali. Yeah. Um, he's not going to like be anything long-term he'll be something for as long as you know he's with AJ Styles and they push him that way and and I I think what they'll do and and you can correct me if I'm wrong but what I think what I think they'll do with him is they'll do this tag team thing with AJ and they might even do like they'll lose the belts and then like AJ will go for the world title and he might even get it and you know he'll be as heavy for a while but at some point, it'll turn into him versus AJ, and that'll be what it'll be. And then he'll, like, peter out, the Kali route. Like, he'll have some big matches, but at the same point, like, in the end, people will go, well, we're not – this guy isn't leading Raw or SmackDown. Like, this guy is – you know, he's an attraction. Um, yeah, exactly. Not a guy you, you build the division around. Like, no. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Like, it's wrestling. Like, you need, like – you need guys like this. Like, I'm, like not, I'm not. I'm not even upset. He's on the roster or doing anything. He's perfect yeah. actually for what they're trying to do. But he's he's not ever going to be like a player. Yeah. Um, I I did like his button his uh no sleeve button down Under Armour thing he had going on. And did you notice though? I was laughing about this. He had his logo on the back of his pants. I was like. They never miss a chance to brand someone, do they? Of course. Like, they never – like, he probably showed up to the arena like, uh, hey, what are you going to wear, pal? I'm going to wear this uh, button down with the pant. Slap a logo on the back of that, pal. <laughs> let's, 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 let's really get you over. Of course. Of course. Uh, next up, speaking of attractions, we had a steel cage match between Braun and uh, Shane McMahon. I was I was expecting I was kind of surprised they didn't go with this finish. Um, I was expecting like a Valentine's Day Massacre '99 thing where like Braun accidentally threw Shane out of the ring or something. Uh, this See, match now you, you can go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Uh, I, th- this match was it, it existed, and I mean, like Shane taking the bump was cool, but like beyond that, it just kind of felt like filler to me. Anyway, I could be wrong. It, it came in a rough spot on the card because you had the excellent, like, really good wrestling match. So you had Cesaro 
and uh, Rollins, and then it followed with the tag match, which was pretty good, and you had the attraction. And then you get into, look, everyone kind of was cool with this match happening, but at the same point, it wasn't because we're really into it. It's like, okay, Shane does crazy shit in Mania, uh, and and Braun will do crazy shit to him. I think that was kind of the agreement we all went into this with. And I don't think you could do that – that finish you're talking about where Big Show threw Austin through the cage because the whole time, unless you unless you were doing a super mean heel turn or heel run with Shane because the whole thing is Braun is really stupid. So yes. he'd be so stupid that he'd throw him through the cage and then mm-hmm. he'd be even dumber. That's and, the idea. Uh, no, I, I get your idea, but like that's like, be a star pal like we we can't do booking like that anymore and and when austin did it to be fair it wasn't because he was stupid it's because he was like and it wasn't because even because show was stupid like show was just like this animal and he was so strong he threw austin through a cage like yeah i don't know it 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 would get everybody everybody up in arms i mean you know autism speaks would be pounding on the door i mean who the fuck (laughs) knows more trouble than it's worth <laughs> just just let shane get thrown off of something and let and let the big boy win like they yeah. did the they took the easy way out um one thing about the shane bump did you notice how far on the side of the ring he took it like that was, he is yeah. not feeling good right now like that was that was like, a brutal bump yeah he was damn near to like the other like the opposite ropes like that's how far he went yeah, yeah, and, and off on the like, not in the center where they have like, you know, where it'll really have some give. I mean, he bounced because he hit so hard. Yeah. So, so talk of the night, um, tag team match: Miz and Morrison against Damian Priest. And I, who, what, who's this guy? What's his name? <laughs> I believe believe you're referring to the mean rabbit yes the mean rabbit uh no like you know the, the, it, the rumor had made the rounds over the past weeks that you know bad bunny had been in the pc for a while and it showed like he, he was he was good at flying and miz didn't do a halfway bad job at basing either which is a change um <laughs> Miz did everything for him. Eh? I mean, Miz and, was where he had to be for everything. And Morrison did a great job on the uh, Canadian Destroyer as well. That that move, rest in peace. Like, Ricky Morton hit it, and everyone's like, well, if, if an old man like that can hit it, then retire the move. And it's like, yep. well, it's Ricky fucking Martin. So, like, you know, we got <laughs> it's okay. But then yeah. Bad Bunny hits it on the floor at Mania. It's like, maybe I think I think we're all set. I think we're all set with this move. Like you can keep yeah. doing it, but it's it's not going to amount to much more than like an eye rake. <laughs> like oh, like what, what what does what is it any like it, whatever? Cool, well, well he did it, but it doesn't mean anything. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I, you know, I love mid aughts TNA, and the thing with the Canadian Destroyer in TNA just to go off on a sidebar real quick is that move was actually very well protected. Like I think one person kicked out of it in three years. 
Buddy, I, I watched all those shows because I, I used yeah. to watch all the like the same era. And yeah. here here's the difference. Mm-hmm. When Petey would hit that move, my yeah. friends and I, like the first 12 times we saw it, we'd go, How the fuck does he do that? Like how <laughs> did how how is that move being pulled off? And yet tonight I watched the move done on the floor and go. Well, I see the complete mechanics of it, and it's the easiest move in the world to do. And it's it, like it looks cool, but it isn't cool. Like there's a difference. There's a level to how you do that destroyer, and it's yeah. been so bastardized. It's like let's just retire the move. Like okay, it's fun, yeah. and it, and I'm not bearing the match. It was actually a fun match. It, it's it everything was, it yeah. should have been. Yeah, but the the let's let's be done with with the destroyer. Like it doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's not cool if you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I go so far as to say that if I get on a plan, I'll plane next year and go to Dallas. I think you and I can hit one in a park. <laughs> well, I mean, I am dropping weight pretty rapidly, so I'd say it's possible. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, th- I think we get a third party in here. It, uh, if I, if I'm in Dallas next year, <laughs> we're finding a patch of grass and, you know, somebody's mm-hmm. taking one. I bet we could get Joey Janela to book us for a show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if we we're booked. I just say get get the cell phone video. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people are lauding this as like one of the the best celebrity matches of all time. It isn't. It's up there. It's not. It's no slouch. That's for sure. I mean, I wouldn't. You know, I'm not prone to hyperbole like some people. So I wouldn't necessarily throw that out there. Um, I would still probably take Pat McAfee over Bad Bunny, if I can be honest with you. Oh, but Pat, Pat's actually good at wrestling, um, mm-hmm. and he's a real athlete. But like looking back, like and now I'm like they weren't doing Canadian Destroyers in 1985. But like, was this match better than the main event of WrestleMania one? For me, no. Maybe for your taste, yes. Okay. Was it? Oh, uh, bro, it's been so long since I've seen the main event of WrestleMania 1. I, okay. I can't, I can't fairly give you a comparison. Okay, um, Lawrence Taylor, Bam Bam Bigelow. Was this better? Absolutely not. I will take your word for it. I have never seen that match, sir. Oh, my God. I avoid WrestleMania 11 like the plague just based on its reputation. Have you never seen Sean Diesel? No. Okay. Well, next week we'll be doing a live watch along of Sean versus Diesel. Oh my god. So I can't uh, wait to do that with you. Um, we will see we see what we can do, yeah. Yeah, no, we're going to do it. Um mm. Yeah, no, we we should do it. It's uh it's worth it's actually a good match. Um yeah. but no, th- this is fine and it is in the probably top 5 right off the top of my head of of best celebrities at Mania. Yeah, um, but it's not the best. It's not even close to the best. The ones I named are better, and there's probably other ones, but those came, you know, top of mind first. Uh-huh. I had to bury it. It was everything it should have been. Now, here, here's a question though. Uh, did you see people burying the whole like rabbits in the ring? Like, oh, those poor enhancement talents. Oh, uh, oh, uh, you know those up and coming wrestlers or, you know, whatever, like, Oh, that sucks. Like, did you see any of that? Cause I definitely saw some of that. And I, I laughed. I didn't, but what I did see, and this made me laugh, uh, Brian Alvarez decided, 
I'm going to dunk on this. He's like, hey, guys, this was the long-term plan for the Miz. Cause it's a picture of him next to the bunnies. It's like, okay, you should have waited before you sent that because, like, people were celebrating this match, okay? Yeah. And people fucking love Bad Bunny, and it, it's all over the TL. Like, people are talking about this match. Like, real people, not wrestling fans. Real people are like, oh, my God, I fucking love Bad Bunny. Which so, was the whole plan. Exactly. <laughs> like, this match so, wasn't invented to impress wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. It was to get everyone else to talk about it and to watch it. And that's exactly and it worked. Like him sitting on the SNL music stage with the 24 7 title draped over his leg. Like that's why he's fucking there. And Brian Alvarez wrestles in front of 12 people in bingo halls. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah, is Brian, Alvarez, is Brian Alvarez a a better wrestler than Bad Bunny? Probably. Like, but that's not why Bad Bunny's there. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, but again, it's not only that. It's like, that's not a dunk because, like, again, people saw The Miz wrestle. I mean, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, my God, I fucking love The Miz. They're probably going to be like, is that the guy from Real World? Um, but still, like. The, but, again, people, but, but people outside of wrestling know who he is. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But again, it's so, it, so weird... if you tuned in like to see Bad Bunny and then you see like there's recognizable figures all across the board. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was just a weird attempt at a dunk. And um, yeah, yeah I, we've had this discussion before. I'm not a fan of the tribalism on either side, be it the AEW or WWE side. And I, I just got to call bullshit out when I hear it. That's all. And now, okay, and I'm not trying to do the tribalism thing, but I'm going to ask you this real quick okay. before we do the main. Yeah. Um, will anybody do what Vince can do with WrestleMania? And I say that as the product sucks right now for yeah. WWE. It's not very good. A no. lot of people aren't even watching it week to week. And yet this show happens tonight. So many people come out of the woodwork and watch it. You know, if you've been watching regularly, if you haven't been watching the past six months, you're like, it's WrestleMania. I have to watch this shit. Put it in a stadium. It sells out. The number of tickets, like, you know, it was limited, but at the same point, they sold like, I don't know, 25,000 tickets. So can anyone do anything close to this? Because I don't think they can. Like, he has built an animal and it's because he's built it over 40 years. Like this is, this is like a legitimate thing that every year everyone can bank on is being pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's one of those things like WrestleMania has like, not, not to the tune, not to the success that the Super Bowl has, but it has that kind of market share where, like you said, people who don't watch the product don't, you know, week to week, don't hardly even watch it at all. We'll be like, yeah, I'll watch WrestleMania, that sort of thing. That's the kind of market share that they have. You'll see WrestleMania trend on your your timeline. Uh, you will see, like, when The Undertaker lost his streak, people are tweeting, thank you, Taker, for a day and a half. <laughs> so, no, I don't think anyone is in that position to do that right now. I think with the right decisions, AEW could one day get there. But it is. But how, how far out are they? Like a decade? Honestly, yeah, I'd say a decade at minimum. Yes, maybe more because yeah. I, I just I think about like 
like, and I know, I know you don't watch a lot of MMA, but like the UFC, they're like, they're light years ahead of anyone else. Mm-hmm. And when anyone else like puts on a big show, like they're like, Oh, this, this is big. And certain like marks will rally around it. Like, Bellator is going to fucking challenge the UFC. It's like, no, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not even <laughs> coming close. And like, I think people get wrapped up in like TV ratings once in a while. And it's like, but you watch a show like tonight and go, AEW can't do a WrestleMania. They can't. AEW yeah. cannot, they cannot put a show on in Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium or whatever they're calling it now. Yeah. Sell it out and have it be on the caliber of what we just watched. They can't do it. Not right now. I'm not saying it's impossible. Nothing's impossible, but like they're, they're like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years away from doing something like this where the product couldn't suck more. And they're like, yeah, every ticket we put on sale sold. Yeah. No, they're not there. Like you said, they are not there. Uh, main event time though. Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair SmackDown women's championship. And the first thing I noticed and this surprised me because Cole just kind of came right out and said it. Hey, this is the first main of WrestleMania main event between two black women. Holy shit. Yeah. 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 I no, did not he, see that coming. I, did, I didn't see it coming, but I mean, that was written down <laughs> yeah, when he for sure. said it. And I'm like, okay, they, they made sure to say it. Because mm-hmm. if, if if it's it's the opposite strategy as to when the three women main evented thirty five, and they kind of act like they act like this is what should have happened, and they they didn't overplay that. Like they they let you know, but they didn't let you know. And Cole yeah. was like, "Nope, this is happening, and we're gonna fucking we're gonna fucking tell you about it. <laughs> like yeah. this, you know, th- this is the deal right here. Well, yeah. It's like okay, just to draw a comparison." Two years ago, Kofi Kingston thing. They're talking about like the 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 um what we were told, you know, on the surface was oh Kofi Kingston breaking through the ga- grass ceil- gas glass ceiling. Jesus Christ, it's late. Yeah, the gas the gas is thick in here. Do you have a gas leak at your home? Maybe you have maybe a gas so. Leak. Maybe I do. The old, breaking through the glass ceiling, the mid Carter, you know, whatever. Mid Carter was a code word and we knew it. <laughs> like, we know you mean, oh, it's a black guy. So, for them to come out and say, for Cole to come out and say it just kind of took me by surprise. That's all. Well, yeah, because like they always have these weird buzzwords and it, no, it hit me over the head too. Cause I was like, okay, you're, you're coming right out and saying it, which is yeah. cool. Like, it's cool what they did, but like, this is what always gets me. And I'm not trying to get canceled, but. You can cancel me if you want to. Yes. What always bugs me about these moments is we sit there and we go, the first two black women to headline WrestleMania. And I sit there and I go, that's awesome. But what we need to like really say is these two women deserved to headline this show. Like mm-hmm. these are the two best women in the whole company, maybe yeah. in the whole world. And what they do. Let's talk about that. Like, yeah. these, <laughs> the, the, this is like LeBron versus Kevin Durant right now. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody sits there if, if that's your NBA Finals matchup and goes, well, a couple of uh, black men going for the NBA. <laughs> like, 
sorry. Okay, that was that was a stretch with basketball, but like you know what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, I get you. I get like, you. Like they're the they're the two they're the two best women's wrestlers probably in the world. Mm-hmm. Why do we why do we have to make it all about race and about the, the fact that they're fucking women? Like, well, I I don't know. I mean, I like that they mentioned it because again, like just come out and say it. You know, just okay. Anytime Michael Cole sounds authentic which is very rare. Anytime he sounds authentic, I'm always on board. See, it, 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 and that's where we differ because I didn't think it was authentic. I felt like that mm. was written down. Like he mm, had okay. to say it. Maybe so. That's the thing. Maybe like, so. If they're in the ring together and Michael Cole goes, he goes, you are looking at, two, at, the, two best wrestl- at, at the two best women's wrestlers in the world. Like that has more gravity to me than what he actually said. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, what did you think of the match itself? I thought it was I thought it was one of those matches where everything that happened in it should have happened where it did. It was laid yeah. out really well. Like every everything, every spot was kind of like it was you could tell like they they laid it out pretty meticulously. It, this wasn't like a Ric Flair call in the ring match. Um yeah. but I thought they did a pretty good job of putting things where they should go. And man, what really showed through to me and for somebody who maybe was watching for like bad bunny or Hey, it's WrestleMania. They sat there at the end and go, Bianca Belair is a freaking athlete. Like mm-hmm. at the end of it all, they probably said like anyone, any casual fan and even myself included, I'm like, she's even better than I thought she was like that woman can, can wrestle her ass off. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you think? Uh, I thought it was great. I really did. And I, I don't want to sound like I have nothing to say because I do. This match was amazing. And, you know, you saw the strength on display and I thought they did a great job in telling that. And again, the story of like, oh, the veteran versus the quote unquote rookie. Great story being told there. Um, I don't mind Bianca going over, but I think if you really wanted to really, really wanted to do something with her, you have Sasha take this one and then you come back to it next year. And and then you have the rematch. Yes. See, I, like I thought about, I thought about that. To... I, the whole, it's funny you say that. I thought about the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, I go, this is Sasha's night and I get Bianca's on the rise, but like, yeah. Sasha's been here. She's been doing it. And like, yeah. this is her night to take this. She's earned it and she's, she's good. It's not just like you deserve it, blah, blah, blah. But like yeah. she, she should take this. And then we, we go on from here. Like, I didn't think maybe all the way to next year, but I'm thinking like summertime, like, you well, know, I mean, like you don't have to do a two year run. You could split the thing up, but yeah, you know. no, I'm with you though. I, I thought Sasha was going to, was going to take it, which, and I'm not even bitching because it, it was a yeah, really no. cool finish. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Does make you wonder though, is Sasha ever going to get that? I, she has to, I would assume at some point. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, unless she like decides between now and next year, like I'm done. I want to have a child. She'll get a moment for sure. Yeah. Here, here's a question for you. Yeah. Because I, I think, are we past the main event? I think we are. We are. Yes. Okay. Um, and it, it, everyone's kind of done it to death, but I'm just going to ask you. 
why do you spend the amount of time and, and resources you spend on someone like Bailey? And then you get to WrestleMania and Bailey's doing what Bailey's doing. Yeah, that's weird. Um, so again, prevailing internet rumor is like, oh, Bailey is going to do something with Becky Lynch on night one was the speculation. Obviously, that didn't happen. She was kind of like a side character on the but, show. But she also looks like a complete like dude. Like, let's just say you didn't watch last year and you didn't yeah. watch any of the buildup. She looks like an idiot, right? Yeah, like an idiot. Like the NWO big leagued her. And then mm-hmm. she's like dicking around at ringside, like with the announcer. Like, what about her tonight? It, let's just say she's going to insert herself into something. What What did she do tonight that would earn that? And I, and that's what makes me think that they won't do anything with her tomorrow night because she shouldn't do anything tomorrow night. But why yeah. do they do this with her? I don't know. I guess to well, they didn't even need it because like because of the delay but i like my theory would be i guess to fill time or to get her on the show which why bother at that point or personally but 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 how do you not have something for her is i guess i guess my overarching point I don't like know. like Matt, don't even don't, do the whole tag match like do a bailey match with somebody else it'd be bigger like yeah i i just i, I i'm not here to like yell about bailey all next i don't truth be told i'm not a big she is who she is not a huge Bailey yeah. fan, but I like her. Like she's fine. But you, I watched this whole build of Bailey and Sasha, and Bailey being this whole big thing, and she's probably their like third biggest women's star. Their first biggest isn't even booked on anything, and that's for other reasons. I don't even want to get into that. But to not have Bailey do anything and then make her look like an asshole on the show, like, yeah, why? I don't know. That That is a fair question, sir. That is a fair question. That's all I got. Yeah. But hey, maybe we get a Bailey and Becky thing tomorrow. Or maybe Bailey and, uh, I don't know, whatever the hell Ronda Rousey's doing if she still works there. Who knows, man? It, it, could, be, it could be a Monday Night Raw thing, too. Yeah, could be. Could be. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine? Because there, there are people out there. There's got to be at least one person who has watched every bit of WWE programming over the past week. There's more than one. I follow them on Twitter. Jeez, I'm crow. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, no. And I tried that Hall of Fame stuff, and without a live crowd, without without anyone in the audience, like, you could have at least done fam- friends and family. But, like, with the weird, like, Thunderdome thing and the inserted crowd chants that no one ever used, like, no one ever chanted, I am a wrestling god, along with JBL. No one ever did that because he was always, <laughs> because he was always a heel. Um, no one ever did you know, you know, you know, for the, you know, because, because, uh, you know, looking back on the past, we always look back on it fonder than we, than it actually was. If you, if you yeah. honestly go back and look at JBL's he, big heel run, mm-hmm. uh, the, the prevailing chant was, uh, indifference. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, like JBL is one of those dudes that like time has made into this thing. But if you yeah. were around for it, and I know you were, and I know I certainly was, um, mm-hmm. most fans didn't give a fuck about JBL. We didn't even boo him because he didn't deserve it. It's it's funny. It's uh, to a lesser extent, uh, even to a lesser extent than JBL. Um, me and a buddy were at a AEW show a couple of years ago, or 2019. And, um, 
<laughs> my buddy turns to me and he says, when did Billy Gunn become a legend? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Yeah, since never. <laughs> yeah, but like there's a, and I know, okay, the Billy Gunn fact account exists, but that's satire. But no, there's like a prevailing theory that like, oh my God, Billy Gunn, like, uh, you know, he was part of the Attitude Era. And yes, he was part of the Attitude Era, but that's it. <laughs> Now here's something that'll really rock your world because like I'm I'm of a different generation than you. Uh, yeah. Billy Gunn uh, from the people that I know, way more well known and much more of a legend. He's not a legend, don't get me wrong, but way more well known than JBL. If I, I go to it. a party of people who don't watch wrestling at all, like not even mania, yeah. just like, but they grew up in the time frame I did. And I go, badass Billy Gunn, everybody knows who I'm talking about. Everybody. Yeah. And it's one of those things. And it's funny because, you know, I, I know Twitter loves him, you know, now. Uh, sarcasm, absolutely intended. But if you go up to someone around my age range or even around your age range and you just say, oh, you didn't know, you know, they're going to finish that line. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. But like, oh no, God. Billy, <laughs> Billy Gunn's a legend for like doing a shit ton of steroids and getting fired for it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, like yes. that's why I think he's a legend. But yes. yeah, no, Billy Gunn's not a legend. Uh, none of these people are legends. <laughs> There's like no. four legends. And uh, before we get out of here, because I know you got to go. Um, yeah. The biggest legend, uh, in my opinion, going uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin announced officially the, the Dallas WrestleMania. By yeah. the way, I know you're a big workout guy. Mm-hmm. The guns on Austin. Oof, yeah. It, it, yeah. Is, is that man loaded up and ready? I'm like, Jesus, Steve, are you wrestling on the show? <laughs> <laughs> the man takes care of himself. Oh, I mean, I, I saw the still of him and Jericho sitting down, and I go, if you showed this picture to somebody who doesn't watch wrestling and go, who's active? You'd say it was yeah. Steve. Yeah. Um, oh, he's 100% going to host WrestleMania next year. Oh, it has to, but love the man. I mean, yeah. he's he's and, and, and what I love about it is he, he gets one back. Like, you can tell he's already in great shape. Like, he said it himself at the last Mania in Dallas, he wasn't in the best shape. He was coming off of a surgery. Like, it, it, they kind of trotted him out there, and he took it. This time, yeah. I, I feel like he's already ready. He's already in game shape. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's going to kick some ass. And uh, that's – the way they do it, I, I'm already kind of 90% of the way there, but I'm going to be like 99% of the way there when I see his role for it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's going to make me want to be in the building for it. Uh, but yeah, he's, he has to host it. He has to have a role and he has to, uh, stun somebody. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. I would agree. I hope um, it's Hogan. It's probably going to be Baron Corbin. It probably um, won't be Hogan. <laughs> I, I think, uh, Hogan's knees would explode. Uh, real quick. I want to go, I want to do another 15 minutes. I want to take her to one o'clock your time. Okay. Um, because I want to discuss a little bit of baseball. And first off, I want to say around, I guess it would have been Tuesday. We were 0-4. We had just, our bullpen blew a game we had no business losing. I was beyond pissed. I was like, oh my God, is my fanhood being tested this hard this season? Like, what, what the fuck is happening? And then lo and behold, we win four games in a row. 
and we are on the cusp of sweeping the Phillies who swept us last week. So that's awesome, man. And someone pointed out, uh, and I'm sure it was a joke, they had said, you know, the Braves lost their first four and then won their first four in a tribute to Hank Aaron. Yeah, you sent that to me, and that that is pretty, like, odd circumstances. Like, it's it's yeah. pretty weird, pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. It, it's April baseball. And yes. I remember I was, uh, I don't know, I, I've been watching baseball for a bit. Yeah. Probably, like, eight, nine years old. And uh, watching a game early in the season and somebody was hitting because, and then I knew by that point, like hitting 300 is good. Hitting 400 is impossible. That's Ted Williams numbers. Like I knew Ted Williams hit 400, like that was a big deal. So I'm watching a game and I go, dad, this guy's hitting 565. He goes, (laughs) it's April. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Like a very dramatic pause. If you ever met my dad, like he'll just tell you what, he'll tell you what it is. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's April. It doesn't matter. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm the same way. Like, uh, yeah, I'm happy the Cardinals are five and three. Like I'll be, I, I, every Sunday I call my dad on the phone. That's our ritual has been for the past 18 years. Uh, And so I'll call him tomorrow. I'll be like, hey, five and three. He'll go, it's April. I'll go, yeah, I'd rather be five and three than three and five. He'll go, agree. Like, yeah, I'd rather be winning than not. So, like, if you're yeah. the Braves right now, yeah, I'd rather win four than be 0 and 8. I'd rather win baseball games than not. Um, yes. What is your line of demarcation for when things matter? Like, when do you look at something and go panic button? Like, is it Memorial Day? I'll, I'll tell you what mine is, but I want to know yours first. Typically around like mid June. That's a good time. Yeah, that's a good time. That gives you a good indicator of like, I mean, yeah, you could still turn things around, see like Astros in two thousand five, but you need to you need to be winning games. And yes, in April, yes in May, and yes in June, if you want to make a, if you want a chance to make a run in October. So that's that's why I say mid June. Um, because what would the game camp game count be around then? Probably around like sixty or seventy something. Yeah, you're further in than you think you are. Like, like yeah. you're you're further in than 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 you might than you might think. Um, yeah. Whenever they say like, "Oh, we're at the quarter pole," it's like shit. We're that far in. Um, but yeah. I I always say mine is is and I tip my hand. Mine is always Memorial Day. That's my yeah. first panic button. Like that is mm-hmm. okay. If things are way off the rails, we have a problem, um, and, and you're not going to win the World Series that day. But that's always my first, like, okay, games matter, and <laughs> if we're way out of it, I have a problem. We need to yeah. do something about it, and it's not going to be everything's okay. We just lost eight games in a row. Like, if we lose the next eight games, I'm going to be like, okay, we lost eight games. Let's see what happens the next eight games. But we get to Memorial mm-hmm. Day, and we're doing that shit, and then, then I do have a problem. Um, see – I was willing to like, okay, if we want to do something really special, because I know we got the juice, let's lose our first 27 and win our next 27. So that way, <laughs> in route to winning the World Series, we can we can say we hold the record for the longest losing and longest winning streak in baseball. Yeah. Well, I, I have to say, I don't even care if that was booked and you knew it was going to happen wrestling style. I know you as a yeah. baseball fan. Mm-hmm. 
we we would lose you on this earth. I don't think you could deal with 27 losses. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that doesn't happen. Because <laughs> you wouldn't be uh, with us anymore. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'd still be with you. I would just like, I would occasionally bring up the Braves and be like, fucking Braves, this piece of shit. <laughs> like, that'd be about it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not willing to put up with 27 straight days of I hate fucking baseball. <laughs> it's oh a my stupid gosh. sport, and no one should play it. <laughs> yeah, this this should be banned. There's a reason only old people watch this. Um, <laughs> By the way, I play. I, I texted you this earlier, so we're in the mm-hmm. after hours of the podcast. Anyway, I played baseball until it got dark tonight with nice. my daughters. Yeah, what a fucking game! That's what, great, dude. What I, a I game! And my wife, my wife pitched. Um, my daughter's hit, and and you know they're playing, they're playing with a kid's bat, and and you mm-hmm. know she's she is pitching actually. It's the size of a baseball. It's just softer. It's like a tee ball. Oh, okay, I'm talking about a fucking Americana. Okay, listen to this. Yeah, I caught, and her father played like second base center field i mean is this a norman rock rockwall painting or what like come on it. yeah I starts it. stripes going on here yeah you, you getting your kids in softball because you should be if you're not this year we're not doing it um for various reasons because it's the league is all messed up with the world that's all messed up but yeah we will yeah that that's a plan uh, but I, I think it's pretty cool that, uh, that that we're kind of like teaching them to hit a baseball, not a softball. Like like they're hitting a baseball. Exactly. Yeah. Like because that. I mean, hypothetically, I guess that should make them better at softball. You would think. I mean, like softball is different because of the angle and and the whole thing. But like, just the fact that they're able to put a round ball on a around you know a round bat and a round ball and put it in yeah. play, which they were tonight. <laughs> my my oldest daughter literally on her last at bat we told her like this is it like she literally ripped one and she's Amazing. not good <laughs> she's not and she's the worst <laughs> of the two just pounded <laughs> one every even her grandma who's like sitting off holding my son who was so little like she's screaming she's like yeah <laughs> she pasted one brother so man i i love to hear that i love to hear that uh i think i sent you the tweet Maybe I didn't, but I definitely retweeted it. When Acuna hit that Acuna bomb. Last oh, my night, God. You didn't send it to me, but Jesus Christ. What a rep. The yeah. first Acuna, the first home run in Truist with fans in over a year and a half. And that place sounded like WrestleMania. It was amazing. It, yeah. It's that's Reactions like that are why I love baseball. He sent that ball to Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw that, and I don't know why. It, I, it, part of the reason why I didn't send it to you is I knew you already saw it. It was one of those things, like, <laughs> why am I going to send him something he already saw? Yeah. No, like, I watched that, like, a minimum of, like, five times. Because, again, like, he just sent that to the moon. And, again, the, the crowd reacted as such. Because it feels great. Like, okay, like, I know there are variants, variant strains of the virus in, in Canada and in other countries. Over here in America, we're doing relatively well in that regard. I feel like we're really starting to turn a corner. I do too. Um, I do too. Uh, every every day, the basically the vaccination goes up one percent, 
Like if you look at the tracker, like it's 1%. So it's like, okay, in a hundred days, I know a hundred percent of the people are not going to take this because no, and not everyone's going to, but enough of the people are going to take this where it's going to get over with. Like that's, that's kind of my whole thing with it. Um, Mm -hmm. And it, and at that point we just have to move on. Like I don't want to turn, yeah. <laughs> again. I, we've, I've said this before on the show. I, I'm not going to make this COVID central, but like at some at some point this summer, everyone's going to sit there at a ballpark and go open the fucking gates. Like, yeah, you want to buy a digital ball game? Cool, we have a seat for you. Like that's how it's going to go. And maybe we wear masks for a while. Maybe we don't. Like, but yeah. at some point. And this is President Biden's plan. This isn't even the Matt Colvin plan. Like at some point, like we're going to reach the amount of vaccinations we need. And his was July 4th. That's his plan. I'm thinking it'll be like a little bit, maybe like two weeks later, like all-star break ish when when it happens. But like at some point we're going to sit there and go, okay, everyone who wanted to get the shot, got the, got the shot. Like, yeah, we're done. We're done. We've done all we can do. 75% 75% of the population thinks it's worth getting and 25% of the population is out of their fucking minds. But we already knew that. Like, okay, let's, let's move on. I mean, there are some, like, okay, if, if you want to hit me with a, like, yeah, I think I'm going to, you know, wait and see and, you know, long-term effects. And, and that's reasonable, but the whole, like, but there, there's another school of thought of, a uh, microchip and it's gonna restructure our DNA and uh, sterilization and gay frogs. Like I, I don't need to hear that, dude. Excellent, Alex Jones. By the way, mm, uh, it was not, but thank you. No, but it was. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it was or it wasn't, it was. <laughs> That's what I. But, but it's it's what you said is so true because I like. The biggest drawback, the only drawback I've heard of, about the whole thing is it might, might, might affect women's fertility. Have you heard that? Okay, might. I have heard that. I have heard that, yeah. And so if, if a woman's between, you know, 20 to, you know, 30, 35, it is yeah. concerned about that, I, I get that argument. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're a, you know, if you're an incel sitting, you know, <laughs> sitting in, 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 you know, Mississippi, <laughs> worried, worried that this is about population control and they're going to try to kill us off. It's like, well, listen, they're fuckstick. They like your tax money. So they're going to try to keep you. Um, oh my God. Yeah, I don't think it's about population control or about mind yeah. control or anything else. And I don't think it's about trying to stop women from having babies. They want women to have babies. Like that's mm-hmm. that's they're rooting for you. <laughs> they can they can tax that shit. Yes, exactly, exactly. But oh my god, okay. One real quick thing: the Cubs are four and four, but they can't hit the broadside of a barn somehow. The Cubs are four and four. Um, that's the only team that I actively like, sit I, here. Sorry to cut in. I'm sorry to cut in, but Thursday morning before the their Thursday game, their team's batting average was lower than the rest of the pitchers in Major League Baseball. Yeah, uh, but I actively sit here, and I tell you this, Caleb. Yeah. They don't deserve to have a team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as a Cardinals fan, yeah, they've sucked for over 100 years. 
they win one World Series and now now they're treated as relevant again. Um, yes, they they're terrible. They'll be <laughs> terrible this season. Um, it's a it's a Brewers Cardinals division mm. is what it is. Okay, uh, in my opinion, but you look up and down. It's so early. Like the Yankees are in last place. Yeah. The, the Red Sox are in first place. Yeah. That's not holding. No, no, that is definitely not holding. I have a buddy who uh, hopped on the Red Sox bandwagon because of LeBron James as the owner. Yeah. He's, remi- he's reminding me that like, oh, the Red Sox have more wins than the Braves. I'm like, dude, it's it's April 10, almost April 11 over here. Um, <laughs> like, like you said, that's not going to sustain itself. Speaking of, by the way, I told you about the Acuna bomb. Um, someone, some Phillies fan got on the tweet and, and the at, and I'm not making this up, was at Bryce, Bryce, baby. And they had said, check the standings on, on, on April 9th. Oh, my said, God. That's like if hypothetically the Niners go into week three, two and zero against the 0-2 Seahawks and then the Seahawks beat the brakes off of us. And I go check the standings. It's week three. We're a game ahead, dude. But but even in fo- football, there's only sixteen games. That's yeah. almost li- what what they almost did is literally like a a preseason game, like spring training yeah. game, and like you're up like eight nothing, and you're like scoreboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, what the fuck does it matter? Like, yeah. And we're on the cusp of getting the sweep this weekend. <laughs> Well, don't don't bring facts into the situation. <laughs> it's weird, man. And then, okay, another thing, real quick, from Braves Twitter: some fucking idiot, and and you will never hear me defend Bryce Harper again on this show. I highly doubt. Um, but some idiot who's behind the visitor dugout, he says, "Hey, hey, Bryce, hey, Bryce," and, and I'm, I'm quoting him. He says, "Acuna is better than you. You don't compare to Acuna." And by the way, one, it's Acuna. And Bryce right. Harper pointed out Bryce Harper pointed out just as such, it's Acuna. And I'm like, geez, I fucking hate Bryce Harper, but he is being hilarious right now. And you look over to his left and there's JT Realbuto who like can't help but keep corpsing. And it's okay, like this guy claims to be a Braves fan, but he can't get like one of the franchise players' last names right. Like I know. If, yeah, people- no. If you can't, if you can't get your trash talk in order, you mm-hmm. you're not a real fan. Yeah, like, exactly. One, yeah, you and, need okay, to know how to say it, the name right, right, or it's or it's or it's going to get thrown back on you. Like, mm-hmm. and you're throwing it back on him because you, hey, bro, you can't even say the name right. Like, you yeah, gotta exactly. say the name right before you even get going. Like, I'm yeah, a trash yeah. talker from long ago <laughs> i don't do it yeah. anymore but believe me, me I, i'm buddy i'm so bad when i was in college we would literally follow the goalie in hockey from one end of the rink to the other like <laughs> we would move sections there'd be like 12 of us would be like shifts <laughs> like oh okay going to the other end all right we're going over there now and then we'd tackle them oh over God. there so like yeah, no I, I when it comes down to talking trash i know how to do it and one a one part of it is get the guy's fucking name right. Yeah. Acuna. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like, okay, buddy, I hear your accent. I can tell you're you're from right there in Georgia, and I'm not going to judge anyone based on their accent. You hear mine, but it's 
I know the accent mark over the end might throw you off, but it's Acuna. <laughs> well, I could just As see in- that dickhead sitting there going, I didn't know that that swirly meant to extend the N. <laughs> I didn't know that that turned that N into an N-Y. That's weird. <laughs> Is that like New York City? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Um, Braves are still going to be your 2021 World Series champions. You heard it here first. If you asked me on Tuesday, I might have said something different. But you were you were getting you were getting a little ledgy for a minute, bro. I was, I was, uh, I was pissed. I was like I said earlier. Like I'm like, oh my god, my fanhood is really being tested right now. But you know, it's been 20 years. It's not going to fail now, um, right? <laughs> faith has been restored because the bats are working again. The uh, yeah, the pitch, the pitching could use a little bit of fine tuning. But you know, it's it's early April. There's time to improve for sure. Uh, plus our ace is still missing, but you know, we, we, we've got time. It's all good. Matt, uh, do you have anything else to add real quick? I do. Um, okay. Only thing I have to add is tonight was one of those nights with WrestleMania that everybody's leaving on a high. And I say this at the end, if you're still listening to say, we could do this a lot more. If you fuck sticks wouldn't sit down and try to hate everything you're watching and try to pick it apart and just sit down and go, I have no expectations for this show. And I don't think it'll be very, it's not to say I don't think it'll be very good. It's just, I have no expectations for this show. Yeah. And I watch it and go, wow, these people are really awesome. And it's not the best thing I've ever seen, but God damn it. It's not even close to the worst. Then I, I can promise you that watching your you know, wrestling shows will go better if you just keep doing this. Because this is by no means even, I'll go so far as to say, anything better than a good WrestleMania. We just think it was good because of where we set our levels at. Like, this isn't top 10. This isn't even top 15. Mm -hmm. Okay? And tomorrow night won't be either. Like, it can't be. Like, it literally, we know where the ceiling is, you and I do. Yeah. It cannot get into the top ten. Yeah. And yet, we can probably sit here tomorrow night and do the same show and go, pretty good show. I enjoyed it. Or, you know, who knows? It could suck. But, like, it'll probably be us sitting here going, pretty good. Pretty good show. So, I say that at the end to close to wrestling fans. Like, if we'd stop putting this insane, like, pressure and and you know expectations against something you might actually enjoy what you call what you say you enjoy yeah that's it exactly no you're you're exactly right take them to church man um oh my god we're gonna get out of here r.i.p to dmx i did add some dmx to the playlist to the workout playlist uh, after that happened and man his stuff still bumps dude what what uh, we were talking about this at work today? Do you have a favorite DMX line? Uh, <laughs> I do, but I can't repeat it. Okay, I get it. I'll, not, I'll give you mine not, then not because I can. Not because there's a swear, but because there's. A I swear. get it. I get what you're saying. We were talking about that too. Yeah, um, but at the end of Rough Riders Anthem, 
with the mm-hmm. where it ends and there's a machine gun and then he goes talk is cheap motherfucker like that is so perfectly dmx amazing yeah amazing and you know i never thought when i heard bill withers sing ain't no sunshine i'm like someone needs to rap about this someone someone needs to rap over this for sure and then dmx did and i'm like hell yeah and then then anderson silva took it to another level best cage fighter that ever lived made it his mm-hmm. entrance music i know you're not yeah, a big I, mma guy but like that took on a whole like other oh, like setting like like oh he's bringing it into this absolutely absolutely and not only that like it's it's got such um notoriety that like when wwe brought in aj styles they're like hey have this song that sounds oddly inspired by dmx's no sunshine yeah um which, by the way, uh, uh, very glad that Anderson Silva did pick up No Sunshine because other than that, uh, I feel a lot less people would have heard it because, like, it existed as a part of a soundtrack to a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't even, like, a hit until no. Anderson Silva started using it. And then it wasn't a hit, but it was widely known. Exactly. Exactly. The other greatest lyric, like, to me was um, on uh, What's My Name? Where he's yeah. in the beginning, and I'm not, I'm not gonna do it justice, but where he screams, "You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game?" I'm like, this guy believed everything he fucking said. Like there was no, like I'm in the studio today, and I'm just gonna like say my shit, and I'm gonna try and make it sound like no, no, no. DMX meant what he said. Yeah. <laughs> like you've seen Woodstock '99, right? No. You wait, what? No, sir. You're going to work out tonight, right? I am, yes. Okay. When we get off, you're going to run tonight on the treadmill? Elliptical, yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to send you Woodstock 99 of DMX. I'm going to send you the full concert, and anyone who's still listening can do the same. I want you to watch the this man command an audience, okay? Yeah. I'm going to send you I'm going to send you a link. It's on YouTube. Woodstock 99. Okay the last Woodstock they ever had. And this dude, I'm telling you, unreal. You watch this, you'll, you'll, you'll have a new appreciation for the man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So <clears throat> folks, it, it's been a great time having you. Thank you for listening. Um, ready for night two tomorrow, for sure. We're going to let you go though. We do thank you for listening and God bless you. And,